let's jump into our uh, our main thing because because quite honestly, I I think this might be our longest episode yet. You think? <laughs> I thought this was gonna be like an easy breezy, you know, beautiful did, cover girl and done. Yeah, I just have so many notes. It was. <laughs> Can you tell them what we watched? Well, first off, I'd like to. Um, hey, you know, slow down for a second, everyone. Just, just chill out for a moment. Sit down. Pull up a chair. And I, I'd like to welcome you all to Time Skip, the nerd culture podcast that uh, understands what it means to be a friend. I'm Kingsley Noadum, joined as always by my co-host Corey Reed. How you doing, Corey? Sorry, I uh yeah, I just I felt so froggy with this one that I, I forgot we had to do our for our intros and stuff. I'm just like, let's let's get into it. I uh you know, I'm excited for today's episode. Today's episode uh is about a 2007 film entitled Brats. Um about who makes the who makes these toys? Is um, it Mattel? I wanted to say Mattel. I don't think it's them. But it doesn't matter. We're we're not sponsored by them. I don't got to get the company right. <laughs> we already talked about them in the He-Man episode. They don't get double plugs. Yeah. So, um it is a uh movie based off of um a series of Fashion dolls that came out in, I guess, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a more hip urban Barbie. Yes. More urban edgy. Because the dolls were ethnic. Yes. Uh, um, one of each race, kind of like uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the great four races. White, black, <laughs> Asian, Hispanic. Low-cut genes of power were given to each race. Yasmin um, of the Latin, Jade of the Asian. <laughs> Chloe was white, and yes, I think it's hard to t- to determine who any character was in the movie because it's really <laughs> difficult to keep track of their name. Just the movie as a whole is so disorienting. <laughs> it is a beautiful fever dream of color and light and sound. Ugh. Keep going, Kingsley. <laughs> Well, yeah, so some friends and I watched this movie on a on a Zoom call. Yeah. Uh, you know, back when everyone was still afraid of the virus that has, uh, I guess, gone away somehow. Yes, if you're and, listening to this um, into the future, uh, we're still in the thick of it. Uh, yeah, it, it's <laughs> September, but, um, you know, everyone's done, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a month until the flu comes back. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, we were watching this on a Zoom call, and uh, I I enjoy watching a good, bad movie. I had a good time, and I was like, I recommended it to Corey. He seemed pretty flabbergasted by the idea, but, you know, he, uh, he agreed to watch it for in order to create our own art and now here we are part of it was just like you mentioned it several times and i was just like blown up like okay the first time i was like okay this is too nuts uh uh you know we're we're gonna talk about this one day but then uh it was like kind of back man like we're probably gonna forget about it because i put 
when when you first mentioned it, I put like brats question mark and then you mentioned it like two or three times I'm like I guess this is a real thing and then <laughs> friend of the pod your really good friend in real life Pat he mm-hmm. he mentioned it on a comment on Instagram I was like I was like what's going on what is my world what is the universe we have I, to get down to the bottom of this yeah I, must, I think yeah. I honestly don't remember whose idea it was, but um, it was like on our list of uh, bad movies to watch. So I love that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to go in kind of loose-ish chronological order. That taps into a note I have about (laughs) just just kind of time really meaning nothing in this movie. Much Uh, like it does on the Earth. Yeah, I sure. Uh yeah time being kind of weird and like you're like has it been a day an hour two years uh but yeah we're gonna go kind of loose chronological order than just like uh we'll, we'll talk about a scene and then have whatever notes so it starts out with a skype call and all the girls are like preparing for their outfits on the first day of school this movie is like really pretty looking uh, <laughs> it's like very well it's like very glossy and nostalgic pop punk high school vibe of everything i don't know first first few frames i'm in i'm like this is this is gonna be an adventure what a ride so they're all choosing outfits they say their favorite catchphrase which is shoes to die for which i was like is that like something that the is that like a dolls phrase or is that made up for the movie do you know anything about that I unfortunately um, am not too uh, knowledgeable about the greater Bratz lore Mm -hmm. um, from the Mattel or wherever series. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if Shoes to Die For is one of their catchphrases. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, maybe in real life. (laughs) Well, because there was all sorts of like weird things in the movie that like Kath and I were like, is this? Is there is this just like the dolls stuff? Like, are they, or is this like? I probably wondered how much li- like license they took with like the backstories and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, so you know, you have all the characters, the four girls, um, Yasmin, who's, I guess, like ostensibly the leader. I mean, initially, I mean, there there kind of is no leader, but like. She is the first one to talk. She's the, she's like the main character, I guess. Ish, yeah. That's this movie. <laughs> this movie doesn't really give equal arcs to people, <laughs> or really know how. Like, she's the only one without like a click, which we're gonna get into later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's got this weird, eccentric grandma she lives with. Uh, in a mariachi band in her house. Uh, there's lots of loose Spanglish that sounds kind of rough and bad. It's like they just speak English, and then they'll be like, "Oh yes, I, uh, I please have a good day at school, Mia Moore." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kingsley. By the way, her grandma. Mm-hmm. I was like, Let, let's talk about her grandma for a little bit. Do you remember the grandma? Uh, the gram- the grandma or the mom? Yasmin's grandma. The one who was obsessed with chocolate. Oh, I thought that was her mom. No, that's her grandma. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, of course I remember her. 
She's obsessed with chocolate. She's easily um, tricked by a coin behind the ear trick. <laughs> and I think um, she is um, playing um, out of her race. <laughs> Yes, there we go. That lady, I was like, I was like, okay, Abuela. I first saw our first note. I'm like, Abuela is definitely a white lady. They they have the mom from my big fat Greek wedding playing the grandma called Bubby, and they definitely like black faced her up. <gasps> Hola, who's your Bubby? Hola, you are <laughs> Bubby. They're. She's, she's like head to toe in bronzer, has these super big hoop earrings, and is just like doing the most egregious Spanish. Uh, yeah, she's definitely a Jewish woman. Mm. Um, and she was uh, also, um, she was, uh, I was looking at her IMDb. I was like, what is this lady in? She <laughs> she was in a movie called Oy Vey, My Son is Gay. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, so she's just cranking out hits. <laughs> Hit after yeah, hit. A star-studded cast. So we, we leave Yasmin's house and we go to a, to a Sasha next, who is played by Logan oh, Browning. Sorry to interrupt, but notably she does also have a creepy, weird 10-year-old playboy b- oh! brother. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, he, he comes in later. But yeah. yes. her Yes, Yasmin also has a weird brother who kind of looks like Ace Ventura for most of the mm. movie. You're like, right. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that, but they you're were totally like, right. Trying to make him kind of like a weird, perverted, flirty Ace Ventura type. Oh, also, a little fun thing to do at home. Uh, it's a drinking game. Is uh, take a shot for every kind of high school coming of age movie trope that the mo- movie throws in, because this movie probably hit them all. So you got the protagonist with the like weird, creepy little brother who's super annoying. So that's the first shot you take. And there's plenty more throughout, which we'll we'll keep going with. Yeah. Please, you know, stay safe out there. Take a shot of oat milk or whatever. You don't have to drink alcohol. Take a shot of whatever you'd like. Yeah, then it cuts to uh to Sasha, aka Logan Browning, uh, from Dear White People. See, sometimes kind of like a valley girl and Sometimes they kind of make her do like a black scent thing and like be like a little bit sassy. Did you catch that? Oh, she's the most sassy one on the earth, I think. <laughs> she they it was really inconsistent the amount of sass she would put forth. Sometimes she'd mm-hmm. be like super like mellow, and then other times she'd be like, uh, fashion, uh the the dentist's office is on Friday, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her arc is that her parents are divorced and she wants to get them back together. Uh, and they have the most awkward interactions, her parents. I think their divorce uh, is pretty amicable, all things considered. They just are like, tell your mom to take you to the dentist. No, you tell your dad that he has to take you. They refuse to talk to each other. Yeah. They don't connect. They, yeah, they separate. <laughs> I guess then after that, we cut to the school. Boom. Turns out the school is actually a prison. Well, it's not like an actual prison. They're free to come and go. Yeah, they're free to come and go. But like the aesthetic is kind of like mall meets prison. And 
I mean, what was that not the aesthetic of your high school in retrospect? No, my high school kind of looks like a castle. People call it the castle. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Does your high school not look like a castle, Kingsley? Uh, no, because uh, I went to a uh, majority black high school, so it kind of looked like a mall meets a prison. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. It was a mile away from my house. <laughs> <laughs> the, so the school is this weird place. It's got all these like fascist, like future dystopian symbols. There's like, there's like, obey, don't litter, clean up. Uh, no yelling. Yeah. Um, we sing as one. Yeah, there's like like weird Hitler eagles all around. Uh, yeah, it's real weird and kind of dystopian, but mm -hmm. none of the kids seem to really care or be affected by it at all. Also, there's like a ton of guards there. There's like a there ton, a ton of, guards. of guards and policemen. Um, yeah. there's a a bust of the um current principal. Mm -hmm. at, like uh very pronounced who is played by john voight he's like really bumbling and inept and kind of sweet and you find out that he's not the one really enforcing the rules it's his mean daughter yes the student council president um meredith i think is her name i we can look it up real quick i don't remember i well, let's call just call her meredith <laughs> Okay, sure. I kept calling her fake Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> well, she is a, a fake Ashley Tisdale in a way. Yeah, basically this girl is like a fake Ashley Tisdale from High School Musical and a fake Regina George from Mean Girls. So that's another shot right there. Uh, like, mean, blonde, who's in charge of everything. I, I wonder when the mean, blonde girl who's in charge of everything started. You think that's like an 80s thing? I think like it started um, maybe uh, during Genesis in the Bible. I'm not sure, though. Um, there were but, no blondes in Genesis, Kingsley. Everyone was black. Um, we'll get into it at some other point. I, I have saying, some notes for later. It takes place like <laughs> it takes place in Ethiopia. We we have to power through this. <laughs> I agree with you. But we for some parts of this, but we gotta power through. Okay, all, all right. right. Hey, I just the Tigris and the Euphrates. Yeah. Okay, right, right, that's cool. Yeah, uh, we'll get to it. So yeah, this school also another note has the most extras I have ever seen in one single location. There's yeah, like, I think it has. I think their school probably has like two thousand students in it minimum. Yeah, but they were all out at once. So there's like marching bands walking around. Uh, there's people in karate geese. Um, everyone is literally like the gimmick here is that everyone is like put into their their uh, their their affiliate like clique. Their their yes. cast they're essentially. Assigned yes, they're assigned clique. So thank Regina George uh, has this thing called the Forty Eight Clicks, and it, she makes everyone sit um with their own group so that there's the nerds the hip hoppers the blingers is a thing i think the wannabe gangsters yeah wannabe um, gangsters uh emos kids who dress up like dinosaurs yeah honestly this school would be kind of tight if it wasn't so fascist <laughs> well it's pretty fascist so yeah that's uh, probably like one of the main components of the school yeah is the fascism but the odd part is 
yeah, everyone seems to be fine with it. Uh, the fascism. So we meet the other two girls in person now. Uh, Jade, whose whole thing is that like she wants to be a more flashy dresser, but like doesn't want her parents to know. So mm-hmm. she she just gets changed in public. Uh, yes, in the, the parking lot of the school. Yes, uh, her friends just form a triangle around her, and there's just clothes flying all over the place as she gets changed. It's a very fun scene. Um, very, very dream logic. Very mm-hmm. into a dumb movie like this. I'm like, okay, I miss, I miss that kind of like whimsical. You know, a movie is a movie. You can just do that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie is kind of racist. I don't know if the movie's yeah. racist or brats are racist, but like it, like brats the dolls are racist, and then they have to kind of like punch up the racism to make it more realistic. But like, yeah, the black one is kind of sassy. The uh, Asian one is like math, science. And she's like the smart one, I guess. Uh, I, I guess Yasmin doesn't really even have a character, but like her main thing is, uh, or there was just like a mariachi band in her house, which feels kind of racist, <laughs> you know. And the white one, Chloe, who I just called the blonde the whole time. Her character trait is but that she's... But there are two blondes, so... Oh, yes. The, Watch yeah. out. Chloe, the... <laughs> Catherine Coulter, the... the I, I don't know. She started, like, referring to them as the colors they were wearing. The purple one, mm. the blue one. Uh, yeah. That's... I mean, that's probably the best way to do it, honestly. Yeah. Um, Chloe, the blonde in the group, uh, her, her character trait is that she's poor. She's poor and clumsy, except well, sometimes she's not clumsy at all. Yes, In fact, she's okay. very gifted. Yeah, her intro is that she knocked over a bunch of like bikes trying to put up her bike, but then she tries up for the soccer team and does a freaking windmill kick <laughs> in like, the first like ten seconds. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they all get there, they change the clothes, but then everyone kind of does their like, uh, every all the girls get into their future clicks. Uh, Sasha becomes a cheerleader. And does this choreography that blows everyone away. Uh, now, oh, go ahead. I have a note about the choreography. Did you notice that um, when she started doing the flips, yes. she was replaced with a white body <laughs> yes. double? Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, a very obvious, like, white lady. Like, they're like, well, we could just color grade it. Like, I'm like, you guys think you slick. You think you slick. <laughs> I'm like, you couldn't. There were, I'm like, there were no black stunt women anywhere. Like, no. You know? Oh, very funny. Jumping back a little bit, one note. Uh, the principal was reading a book that his daughter gave him called How to Run a Prison. Forgot yeah, it was a that. Four Dummies style book. Yeah. How to, yeah, How to Run a Prison. Incredible. I actually kind of want that for, you know, my own <laughs> personal reference. <laughs> you never know. You might need it. Yeah. You never know when you're going to need it. Okay. So, you know, they're all doing their things. Um, Jade does the science thing thing she like is like mixing together potions essentially yeah she um she comes in and um the head of the science team is like are you in the right room i guess because she's attractive because it's not like she was the only girl in the science no but all the people Um, in the science club were very homely they like really like everyone had like headgear or was like sunburnt 
Yeah, like just comically yeah. over the top, like we're nerds. Um, so she's like, yeah, I'm in the right room. And then she adds some chemicals together <laughs> and then they foam up and then shoot fireworks. <laughs> it's basically in- a scene from Harry Potter. Yeah, it's insane. Um, I was really and- into that. Yeah. And then we have the cheerleading scene. Mm-hmm. And then Chloe tries out for soccer. Yeah. They all just nail it. Everyone's like, yeah. are you sure you're good enough at this? And they're like, actually, yeah. And then and then everyone just loves them instantly, which is kind of fun. Yeah. They're um, all unparalleled geniuses. But the weird one, who, like I said, Yaz, who's, I guess, initially pegged to be the leader, even though she's not top build. Uh, uh, who's top build? Sasha. Logan Browning. Mm. I mean, which makes, I don't know. This is us. We made it. <laughs> Hit the theme. <laughs> Nigga, we made it. Hey. We made it. Her arc or her thing is sort of that like she wants to sing, but she's mm-hmm. nervous about it. But that doesn't become clear until probably an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. Yes. But she just and- Oh, the reason it doesn't become clear is when you are introduced to this as a concept, it's through the lens of her looking into the music room yep. and about to join. And then she bumps into a boy in the hallway. Yes. And she bumps into him and says, hey, the watch where you're going. Ever. <laughs> are you blind? And then he reads her lips and goes, no, but I'm deaf. And then she says... The wildest thing anyone's <laughs> ever out said. Out of pocket. Yeah. So like out the of pocket, pocket goes, is in another universe. Yeah. It's all the way out there. <laughs> and she's just like, you don't sound deaf, which is untenable. Yes. Um, yeah. But then he, he, he del- says. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, go, go ahead. I was about to say he delivers the moral of the story, I suppose, within the first 14 minutes. Mm hmm. And he says, oh, you don't look ignorant, but you can't judge a book. And um, I also want to say this kid has an insane <laughs> lip reading ability. Also, he's able to le- read the lips of people he's not even looking at. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's that's neither here nor there. No, no, totally. Yeah. So. He he's also got kind of a high school musical thing going on. So he's on the football team, but he mm-hmm. used to be like a piano prodigy, I guess. I yeah, may, maybe. I feel well, like he's just again I I consider him um and I'll get into this theory later. Uh but I consider him and the bully to be the fifth and sixth brat respectively but we'll Mm. get into that at another time okay um no no i I, I like that theory Um, yeah uh yeah ceases to have a click uh and then just a little fun note here another drink uh a pop punk musical cue oh also they all locked arms and walked in together and made a big splash and everyone like lost their shit uh so that's two shots right there very, very iconic, very nostalgic. It really hit me in my hearty warts. Um, but like shortly after this, this scene in which our ostensible protagonist says the most fucked up thing ever, <laughs> uh, there's a freaking two year time skip. 
Yeah, so they go to lunch, and then they're like, we're going to be friends forever. Yep. And um, then we, we're we not going to obey your click system, mean blonde girl. And then after that, uh, the president has like a fit, mm-hmm. and then the, their clicks invite them over to their respective yeah. lunch tables. All the and people they, they just impressed. go over there. Um. And then the president's like, yeah, the system, you know, you can never escape a well-built yes. system. Um, and then, yes, 17 minutes into this film, <laughs> there is a two-year time skip. <laughs> oh, yeah, drink drink for a time skip. That's just for mm. us. Yeah. This one's for you. Yeah, two-year time skip. We're introduced to uh, another little sibling. Uh, the sassy little sister of uh, of fake Regina George. Also, Regina George is mega rich. She she lives in like a like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air mansion, like times three. Yeah. So I'm. I feel like this school must be a public school. Yeah, but it seems like it. But the parents of the um the pre- the school president are rich. In a way that it must be a private school or something. Um, they have an enormous mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. Like it, it's it overlooks the hills. Uh, it's got a waterfall pool. Yeah, it's got a freaking hot tub. Now we're back at the school. This is a really hilarious scene. That's gobbledygook and also a little racist happens. Uh, the the football player was like I said. Had, it was like a high school musical music prodigy but he's like ah i miss i miss music partially because he's now deaf i guess he wasn't before but also he's playing football now so he can't do music uh so he's playing piano super beautifully and then just gets really mad and starts hitting the keys and then the black music teacher's like hey i got something for you and he teaches him how to dj it's like he teaches him how to enjoy music via touch via vibration um yeah and also had a DJ. It's like kind of sweet, but it's like, of course, the black teacher is like, hey, young man, I got something for you. And it's like this weirdly heartfelt. It's like so awkward uh, tonally. Mm-hmm. That that brings me to one of my like notes that's going to be like a recurring thing. All the like emotional beats like this. This movie is afraid to sit with emotion. Um, And like, uh like heartfeltness like all the emotional arcs resolve like anywhere from like 30 seconds to like even the largest ones like in under seven minutes Mm -hmm. um like so like he's crying and like it's this very like probably the most emotional scene we've seen since the movie started and then it just becomes this like yeah nonsensical like really bad like hip-hop scratch thing very confusing over the period of the time skip, the um the brats have slowly been drifting apart, mm-hmm. um and they've been spending more time with their respective clubs to the point where, um, they they see each other in the hall. They don't even say hello. Honestly, Kings, I think after that first day, they just stopped hanging out with each other because well, they try to hang out, yeah, but I don't think in person they ever did because they're having this fight later in the movie. They're like, we haven't hung out in two years. 
Mm-hmm. So I think literally once the first day, <laughs> they just like said dipped and they instantly fell in with their groups. Well, prison has the ability to rip apart even family units. So yeah, I mean, I will say in each of their groups, they're kind of like the star, and there's something kind of nice to be like so beloved by like i mean their groups each have like 10 people in them it's like you have 10 people who really love you you know it's kind of nice i mean Um, you know is it nicer than having a true friend i would want i'd rather have three kingsleys than 10 not kingsleys i'm not entirely sure what to make of that exchange rate but I appreciate the sentiment behind I'm, you're it. You're my Bretts. You're my Sasha, Malia, <laughs> Bo, and Michelle. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Which one is Bo? Bo's their dog. No, I meant... Oh, Bo I is mean, Chloe. Uh, poor Chloe. Because Chloe... I mean, this is later, but like... Chloe... This is a little bit of a... Sp- the spoiler but she basically i have a hunch that chloe made the director mad or something because her character basically says nothing the entire movie (laughs) she Mm. she in most situations even when they involve her she's just like doing this kind of vacant stare and yeah she has like hardly anything to say at all well she because she's got a very big arc kind of latter half of the movie and mm-hmm. her friends just kind of take over for her but uh we'll keep going um okay so um they they call an assembly and um they announce this talent show and the winner of the talent show um gets a full scholarship to the school of their choice yeah just to college just to wherever yeah. you want to go <laughs> Any school, if you want to go to the, you know, if you want to go to Harvard, you can go to Harvard. If you want to go to, um, uh, I don't know, uh, Mecklen County Community College, you yeah. can go there too. It don't matter. None. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What King said is very important. This talent show uh, that becomes, I guess, I, I guess the through lines of the movie that, like you said, I, I mean, I honestly forgot that it was mentioned in this scene just because like, they they do so much in this movie. Mm. Chloe's other arc is that fake Regina George's boyfriend is like, I guess, in love with her. He's just... It, I also don't know if they're dating or not. Well, I think that they are because she kissed him and like she gets mad anytime he looks at Chloe, which she's always... Like, yeah, but he never gives any indication that he likes her even once. I think it's just a thing that she's mean and controlling and he's just kind of doing it because he has to because she's the boss. Yeah, like, but you know, is, I, that a, is that a relationship or no, is she I, just I like grooming a boy? I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but I think that like, I think you could just ostensibly say that that's her boyfriend and he like does not want to be with her. Uh, mm. Yeah. But like the, the weird thing is he's not like nice or like friendly or whatever. He's just kind of gross. And like, we're supposed yeah, to be just like, like a, a boy. Uh, yeah. We're just supposed to be like, Oh, isn't it nice that he wants to, like, we're, you know, we're supposed to root for him and Chloe getting together. But like he sees her playing soccer and he's like, Oh, she's so hot. Yeah. 
And he's like, oh, I meant hot at soccer. She's a hot soccer player. But like, he's just being, yeah, kind of nasty. Anyway, she sees him flirting with the with Chloe. She sends her dog to attack <laughs> Chloe. Oh, yeah. She has a dog in a purse, which is one of the tropes, I think. So you can drink. For uh, that. Take a take a sip for that one. Yeah. Yeah. She sends the dog. The dog yanks her pants. A uh, hyper intelligent dog. Yeah, he the dog knew exactly knows what was to up. go up the stairs and uh, uh, assault the specific girl. <laughs> yeah, yes. Keep in mind there are two thousand extras in any given scene. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But she almost falls off the stairs, throws her spaghetti, hits Jade in the face, and uh, just to be clear. She was going to eat probably a full pound of spaghetti, I think. <laughs> and that's conservative numbers, Kingsley. Yeah, the amount of spaghetti that fell on Jade was truly it was out of <laughs> out of this world. It was like a bucket full. Yeah. Uh she gets mad. She slips and falls into a trash can that has wheels on it. Yes. And that hits Sasha. Yeah, she slides back and e- and and Sasha gets mad, even though clearly anyone with <laughs> no, eyes it was could very tell. obviously an accident. <laughs> this was an accident. <laughs> like they're all Sasha- within twenty feet of each other. They should all be able to see how this happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Sasha gets mad and goes to throw some food at Jade, and uh-huh. she slips on a skateboard that's passing by. She should have and- broken her neck because that all the falls are extremely brutal in this movie. Yeah, that was a brutal fall, but um. Rats have uh, superior reflexes, so it's fine. And then she beans Yasmin, who's just like sitting there, yeah, with her food, yeah. And so they start this terrible fight. Um, the whole school fight. is who all the lunch kids, which mind you, is two thousand people, uh-huh. are throwing their pounds of spaghetti <laughs> at one another. So you know. A metric ton of spaghetti was lost. Oh, Kinsley. In this food fight. Don't forget the baker who came by with a cart full of <laughs> cream pies. <laughs> who just falls and he's like, ah! <laughs> and his pies are everywhere. Because uh, I, I just like barely, I didn't really hardly, I wasn't paying attention too much because there's so much going on in that scene. And I was just like, where do they get the pies from? <laughs> and also, this school has like armed guards. Yeah. In addition to the teachers, um, and nobody goes in to stop them until the brats accidentally destroy the bust mm-hmm. of the principal that's sitting outside of the school grounds. Um, and yeah, then he and his vice principal, who has like who basically looks like John Cena almost. Do you know where he's from, dude? He was the where? co-host of Arena. Whoa. Yeah, I was like, where's this guy? And uh, and then, yeah, him and freaking Kevin Pereira. I was like, I recognize that thick neck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, there was a lot of cameos in this movie. There's one super big one that I'm saving for later. Kingsley, cue second really horrible out-of-pocket thing. So they're all... Yeah, this is wild. (laughs) they're, They're all in detention, just like airing it out, just being like, you know, you do th- this, and I always have to clean up the mess. You do this. And then Sasha says the meanest thing of all time. Kingsley, would you like to say this line? 
Yeah, like Chloe's getting at Sasha because she's like, well, we, you know, we can't all just buy our way out of any situation with our daddy's bank account. Mm -hmm. She's like, you're just mad because you don't have a dad or a bank account, which is like so mean. That's so uncalled for. Like, yeah, you're just mad because like your dad is dead and you're poor. So like whatever sasha at least we don't buy our friends with our daddy's bank account only because you don't have a dad or a bank account and, and the thing that's so funny about this is we don't really know anything about chloe at this point like yeah she i have no information on it. like i said she really i mean if, i hope everyone i mean hope some people watch the movie but like you see that she barely has any lines and she mostly just kind of stares off she was kind of the klutz, but then that kind of disappears. And then Yeah, she's also a genius at soccer. Yeah, she's the athletic one, but then that doesn't really come into play in any capacity. Uh and then yeah, we just find out that she's, you know, doesn't have a dad and like is maybe poor. But uh correct me if I'm wrong, don't mm. they also reconcile in this exact same scene? Yes, Yasmin uses um, her strongest ability, which is communication. I guess, yeah. So, yeah, because um, she's the only one who hasn't displayed any outright powers. She joins the journalism club. Yeah, um, which is a real, uh, you know, tell, don't show. You know, we've never yeah. seen her interact with a journalist. Like, it feels like they were like, shit, we forgot to give her a click. Uh, what is she good at? <laughs> Well, it's because she's hiding her true self. Her, you know? her, yeah, her secret. Yeah, she's quirk. relying on her secondary stat. You know, <laughs> um, so she commute. She's like, hey, you know, we used to be best friends, and um, this is insane. You know, you guys are being completely unreasonable. It's clearly an accident. Sasha, don't ever say, yeah, that's because your dad's dead ever again in your whole life. And then they all reconcile. <laughs> And they're like, we can be friends and also be friends with other people like we intended to on the first day. Yeah. So let's just do that. But they proceed to kind of like, I mean, they they both do it fine. But like the next few scenes are them being like, but how do we be friends with each other and like stuff? It's like this kind of unnecessary, like, I don't know, belaboring the point. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. They have a very difficult time. Um. So, we're introduced to this MacGuffin, the secret jump drive. Ah, uh, yes. They meet in the student council. The student council meets in the room, and it's um, Meredith, the blonde girl, um, and uh, Chelsea from That's So Raven. Wait, what? And, yeah, That's... the redhead girl is Chelsea from That's So Raven. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah, so they're, um, they're in the student council room, and uh, Chekhov's gun is in there. Yes. Um. So is it Chekhov's so gun or the MacGuffin? It's both. So we uh, got yeah. Chek- uh, we got the we got the um Secret we got the MacGuffin is yeah. the is the flash drive. But also, there, for some reason, <laughs> this this student council room is like a table, mm-hmm. and then a wall of videos, and then there's uh like a like a shelf. Yep, with two katanas. <laughs> and and they just kind of scan by it that's kind of the that's kind of the Chekhov's gun right there (laughs) yeah there's two Chekhov's guns in this movie (laughs) 
Yeah, there's, there's probably uh, more. Probably. It was just like, hey, look at that katana. Anyway, moving on, let's talk about this jump drive. The jump drive being full of dirt on other students for blackmail purposes. Cut to Yasmin and her grandma. <laughs> they're they're just having a, a, a good old time uh singing la cucaracha and dancing around the house yeah which is you know what you do what you do if you mask. are of latin descent you just yeah. dance around and sing la cucaracha and the grandma says hola who's your puppy i mean honestly like you didn't have those um Old Man River Saturdays, where you just sang Old Man River <laughs> in the house with your with your yeah. grandma. My 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 grandpa just pulls out his set of spoons, and I play <laughs> I play the washboard, and we're like, oh that cat st- that that dog chased the cat, and the cat chased the, the mouse, <laughs> and we're just we're just slapping our knees on the porch, just <laughs> going off. He's singing. What a wonderful world. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, as all vaguely ethnic families do, they sing a, a song. Yeah. La Cucaracha, in this case. Um, and the brother. Yes. That little sneak. Fake Ace Ventura the pervert. Yeah. That's his full name. With his um, 2006 Sanyo S735 with yeah. the flip camera. With the flip camera. <laughs> And he records a 240 by 240 video of them <laughs> um, dancing and singing to this song. The, and then he leaves the room. He's such a little gross kid because, like, I don't know. The way it's played is very, like, perverse. Uh, because also you don't know why he's filming it. Like, it does, it's not like... Yeah, I still, to this day, don't know why. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just a little scamp. Because all he's done is, like, flirt and, like, comb his ugly hair and be like... Hey, man, that hair is fab. Don't get it twisted, man. It could have been cool, but it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he films it. And at this point in... Oh, okay. Well, two more drinking, uh, two more shots. There's a... Uh, a super sweet 16 announced. Fake Regina George arbitrarily decides to have another super sweet 16. Yes. Uh, it's not an arbitrary decision. Wait, what was the deci- What was the reason? The reason was because um, earlier when the brats decided to become friends with one another and be friends with other people, they unified mm. all groups yes. and d- destroyed her established order. So in order to get on top, she decided that she would go, she would repeat the maneuver that put her at the peak of her popularity, yes. her Super Seat 16. Um, and this time she would invite MTV. For, um, which amounted to very, I mean, I guess it, there was a thing at the very end, but like quite, kind of amounted to nothing. Yeah. And then also in order to accept the invitation, you had to agree yes, to that's sit right. with your assigned click. Yeah. At that scene, the brother just, Yasmin's brother just shows up at the student council president's house and he f- tries to flirt with the, um, with, with the president's little sister, who I think is like not, she yes. reads like, she's like nine. He, or she's like, yeah, like, like, yeah, nine or eight. And he is at the very least like in high school. Maybe. Yeah. I think he's like at least 13. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fucked up because he's like, 
it's not even they don't even look to, like he's like two feet taller than her and she's like yeah hey you're a nerd he's like ooh, spicy me likey yeah, I, yeah and it's like i like him feisty it's like why is he do like this is so gross like no one was like this is a bad idea <laughs> yeah and and so he um he shows up I assume completely uninvited. Yeah, because these characters have never interacted no, with each never other, never even been in the same in the scene film for any reason. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, uh, she, they're talking, and I don't know why. And then he, he's like, I have something for you. Yeah, he has the video, mm-hmm. and she's like. She's like, oh, she's like, oh, come here and talk to me about it. And she's in the pool <laughs> in, a, in like a flotation device. And he, like a Terminator or something, just throws her his phone and then walks into the pool with his leather jacket with his and leather jeans leather jacket on. It's the and wildest goes, scene. Yeah. And then he shows her the video and she's like, can you put it on my flash drive? It plays the lay motif. And then he's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> sticks the flash drive in the bottom of his phone yeah because that's I've never possible. seen a phone that can do that yes but yeah you know. okay yeah dude um yeah. yeah so drink for the clothes montage that happens after that and also i put mm-hmm. a note at this point i was like i paused for a second i was like oh we're only an hour in i was like this movie yeah. is 10 years long yeah <laughs> it's this movie is like both like unexpected like this movie has such a small amount of content yes yes that's it yet something is always happening Mm -hmm. something novel is always happening and it drags on for way too long it's truly mysterious in that way like it like these three qualities should not coexist no it makes no sense it it defies the kind of laws of like thermodynamics of like tv it like it moves at such a blistering pace. Like I said earlier, like you don't know if it's been a day, a week, an hour. You don't know if it's like the same day because there's always an outfit change. There's always a musical cue. Like scenes are see- like somewhat kind of like um, they're like somewhat unrelated to what you just saw. You know, mm-hmm. like they just had like like had it not been for the brothers, like 100 percent arbitrary betrayal. Uh, the <laughs> La Cucaracha scene would have made no sense. Yeah, because like previous to that, they were like mad at each other. And they, like I said, they just reconciled. Like so all the arcs, all the emotional arcs last like between 30 seconds and in like five minutes. So um, we finally get to hear Yasmin sing also. And, and it's not good. It like all jokes aside. It, it is terrible. <laughs> she... She is actually a a really horrible singer. Yeah, it's not good. It's 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 kind of embarrassing that they didn't just like get somebody to dub over it. Yes. Uh, what's funny is that uh, Catherine mentioned this. Uh, Jade is actually a really great singer, and you find this out at the very end of the movie because they in the credits they literally just have a music video of Jade, and she's a phenomenal singer, just in real life. Yeah. But she's our Jade has Jade is spinning too many plates. Um, I feel like we skipped over this, but in addition to her science stuff, she's also 
like the head of a fashion club. Well, she's she yeah, home designs ec. dresses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she's... weird. Like I said, the um the characters are kind of inconsistent in like the amount of material they're given. Uh, like yeah, she had both two clubs, two cliques, and a love interest. Uh, mm. which was uh, King uh Neckbeard. I've been studying the blade, Milady. Uh, guy. Yeah. Do you remember that guy's name? No, I it took all of my resources to figure out the names of the main four characters. Yes, I, I couldn't get the names of any other people. Well, fun story, Kingsley. I was like, this kid looks really familiar. Uh, I was like, what the nerd boy? Yeah, I was like, what's his mm. deal? And then I was like, wait, I remember seeing a name in the credits. It's Chet Hanks. Do you know who that is, Kingsley? Tom Hanks's boy? The one who acts like a, a the one who the does Jamaican a patois. One? That kid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. That is who it is. That's the muscle bound tattoo patois. Yo, it's your boy. Pick up Chet Hanks. The one who got mad because he couldn't say the N-word. That Chet Hanks is the nerd. Oh my god. Big up. Big up the whole island massive, it's your boy Chetana, coming straight from the Golden Globes, you know what I'm saying? I'm father Tom Hanks presenting in a while, soon forward come. Big up, tune in. I, I don't know if I can continue <laughs> the pod. Yo, I, I'm, I lost my, I lost everything when I, when I found that out. I was like, wait a second, no, dude, it's him. I'm incapable of formulating new thoughts. This is this is a lot to take in. I know, dude. I know. I'm sorry. It's oh man. Because this Why is he tiny so bit good of, at it. This is a little bit of a spoiler. Later in the movie, he he just like the clicks. This isn't that big spoiler. The clicks get mad at the brats again. Whatever. But I was like, because he he talked in this very stilted. Oh, uh, your calc. My calculations are correct. It was like very like fake nerd, very rigid. But then he be, his character totally changes and he kind of becomes kind of this like semi black scent bro. And I was like, I'm like, what's this kid's deal? Like, what happened? Like, he's not even like really the same guy anymore. And then, yeah, that's when I looked it up and I was like, holy shit, it's Chet Hanks. He was just being himself at that point in the movie. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, man, I've. Man, I've lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you you want you find um cutting to like a tiny bit before the birthday. <laughs> we we finally meet Chloe's mom. Uh yeah. <laughs> and I like Yeah, this is such a weird scene because it's hilarious. I feel like they were trying to imply that she was like an alcoholic or on drugs or something. Yes, but yeah. maybe she was just really just sleepy. tired. Just overworked a single mom. Yeah. <laughs> but um she's um she's she has to run a catering company. Or she's she runs a catering company and she's like, Oh, I have to cook for this event. I can't believe I'm sleeping on the couch. Kingsley, did we even Chloe's know like, though when we first met her? Did they ever say catering? Because I, I remember we, we went to her, the mom's house. She woke her up. She's like, I have to cook food. I have to cook food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, what is going 
on. It's like, we're beating this lady an hour and 10 into the movie. And she's just like strung out being like, I have to cook. I have to cook. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um. So she, um, Chloe's like, no, mom, take a nap. Like, uh, I'll, I'll do something. Like, I'll wake you up. Yeah. And. And then she calls all of the other brats mm-hmm. to come and cook this food. Now, this is where things, I think, for me, started to get off the rails. A little where bit. magical um, realism took place? Yes, because <laughs> up until this point, I'm willing to accept that, um, sure, like, these four girls are once-in-a-generation talents yeah and they're given fields yeah and they're given fields um but then chloe invites them over and they're like and she's like we have to cook and um (laughs) everyone's like i can't cook uh sasha i think even remarks that she manages to burn water Water, which i think funny joke is an ability and not (laughs) <laughs> um it, a hyperbolic example of how she's bad at cooking. Yeah. I think that's her ta- one of her talents because mm-hmm. they just perfectly make enough food for this event which is for the entire student body and it looks gorgeous. Well, yeah, she said she has to cook a, a food for 150 people and the mom also remarks that this is her biggest event of her career. Yes. Yeah. And they they did it perfectly. They they bake a bunch of cupcakes and like literally just make edible arrangements. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. But then in in a domestic kitchen. But the, the mom comes in Kingsley with more bad news, <laughs> which is that her wait staff like flaked on her or like whatever. <laughs> yeah, they they she didn't even give an excuse. She was just like they can't make it. All of them. She's like, all of them can't make it. Yeah. Oh, no. What am I going to do now? Uh. And they're like, well, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then the mom reveals to them that this event is Meredith Sweet 16. Dun, dun, so, dun. So Meredith makes her staff dress in full on clown emoji costumes. I'm talking white face. Uh, colorful afro wigs, mm-hmm. uh, candy stripe pants. Yeah, um, it's, it's the, the the little nose, the whole nine yards. It's like a psychedelic clown. And Kingsley, I have a I have a uh, controversial opinion about the clown. that? I think the clown look was my favorite outfit of the movie. Hmm. Wait, which clown look? Uh, because notably, oh, yeah, I like the first clown look. Okay, the psychedelic notably, clown. Um, they are dissatisfied with these outfits, and then uh, Jade is like, "Well, I'm good at fashion," and Sasha's like, "And I have my makeup kit." Uh-huh. So they just make entirely new secondary outfits out of the materials. Ostensibly, that they have. even though yes. the before and after makes no sense. Well, you just don't have the mental capacity to think of fashion in the way that a Bratz does. I'm just not a magical boy. <laughs> no, you're not. None of us are strong enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I could agree with you. There's a lot of bad outfits in this movie. 
Um, so let's see. They have to act as the servers. Um, and Meredith uh starts the festivities for the Super Sweet 16 brought to you by um MTV Music Television. And she's like riding in on an elephant, and there's like men in stilts juggling. Let's see. So everybody's sitting in their assigned click areas, and then the brats come out and upstage her, despite the fact with their cool new outfits, despite the fact that, again, this woman or this girl is dressed as Cinderella on top of an elephant. Literally on an elephant. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'd ever, I don't know if I'd see a waiter under these circumstances. Yeah, dude. But that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, the, the brats have uh, an incredible hypnotic quality to them. Um, no, everyone mesmerizing. in the movie thinks they're really cool and really hot. Like, that's like a recurring theme where everyone's just like, they will explicitly say they're hot or just like be so impressed by anything they do. It's. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's it's incredible. Um, so. And Meredith does like a series of like. She she puts on a musical number that they play um, out in its like, entirety. Yeah, it's like four minutes long. It's like a whole song. And the song is um, basically her for four minutes, just being like, "I'm better than you. I'm superior. You need to love me. I'm better." Like it's just like her. those are basically the lyrics where she's yeah, just just saying how much better she is than everyone who is alive. And perhaps she's right. Who knows? Um, yeah. And uh, then she's like, all right, well, you know, she does like three costume changes. And then she's yep. like, well, you know, enough about me. Um, because the brats are starting to get more attention. She's like, enough about me. Um, Yasmin, mm-hmm. you're, you really love singing. Mind you, Yasmin's whole thing, one of her many whole things is that she has terrible stage fright, and that's why she's not singing in public. She's like, you love to sing. Yes. She's like, uh, uh, and she starts flipping out, and and then um, Meredith is like, well, you know what? Don't worry none about it. I have some footage of you singing, mm-hmm. and she displays the incredible... <laughs> 1080p cell phone 2006 cell phone <laughs> video footage of her and her, her grandmother bubby. singing Lock Cucaracha together, which in order to embarrass her, which I honestly don't think is that embarrassing. No, it would have just like, been like, oh, that's cute. Like, yeah, you love your family. Wow, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look at that. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're having a good time in your house on a Saturday. Oh, also her um, the little brother is at this same party for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how he got in. I'm not sure. Well, no. No, he, he wouldn't it. have known about it. Yeah. Yeah, he gave, I don't, yeah, I don't I don't know why he's there. He did continue to flirt with the little sister. It wasn't just a one-off. It was very gross still. Yeah, and the little sister was dressed in Corey's favorite clown outfit too, so yeah, I don't like the combination of those sentences like that. It made it sound weird. Um, regardless, um, the uh, what's his name? B- Dylan, I think um, the football player. Yes, the foot the the football the lip reading football player. He um, 
He's like, oh, I'll, I like this girl. I'll save her. Yes. And he gets everybody to dance. In a conga um, line. In a conga line. And then she, and then, which upsets Meredith. And she's like, no, you should all be paying attention to me and loving me. Mm-hmm. I just sang you a song about how I'm superior. Understand the meaning of my parable. And then the... um. You know, the elephant is like, I don't I don't care for this. And he pushes her into the pool. Oh, wait, no, Um, she falls in her cake first. Oh, yeah, she falls in her cake. And then she knocks her friends into the pool. Just desserts. Mm. And then, yeah, then the elephant gets pissed off, throws her off of him. And then, yeah, like nudges her. Yeah. And then Kingsley. We have the titular you know, line of the movie. She gets mad at the girls. and She's like, you brats. Ah, uh, yes. A legend is born. I looked at Catherine at that point. I was like, I think the movie should be done now. Like, you don't, <laughs> in no other movie is the main villain, Super Sweet 16, in which he's upstaged. Like, that's like, with the musical number, like the love interest finally, like, you know, he's like does this beautiful act to like help save like essentially the main character from embarrassment. Like he tells yeah, her. Yeah, he also almost kisses her. Yeah, they almost kiss. Uh, even Chloe almost like she has a thing, and like so all these kind of like um, conclusions are happening, and there's still so much more movie left. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the main thing somehow. Yeah, after this, everyone has now turned against the brats again. Yeah. Like all the people like, are like, You're not hanging out with us enough. We're you can't be in the soccer team if you don't hang out with us. You can't be a cheerleader if you don't hang out with us. And then Chet Hanks the nerd is like all of a sudden doing kind of a broy black thing, being like, Yo, we used to have chemistry. What's up? Like I was just like, Yeah, what? <laughs> His character totally changed. Yeah. Got some bass in his voice all of a sudden. It's an, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he he went. He dated a Jamaican woman twenty years ago or something. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Continue. Because I I just um, have that, and then I have the what's the the weird meeting with the swords. Okay. So then after this, um. Wow. There's so much that happened that my memory's a little fuzzy, but um, they all oh yeah, so they um they break up with the clicks, um because this time they decided to choose one another, mm-hmm. um so they learn their lesson from the first forty minutes of the movie, um, and then they're um talking about doing the talent show, mm-hmm. um to help Yasmin out, right or not Yasmin um chloe out yes because of um you know her family's struggles with poverty and a full ride to any school ever Mm -hmm. is an enormous thing to potentially win in a (laughs) um school talent show this school which is Um, all elective classes (laughs) yeah all elective classes talent show um and so and also as a huge conflict of interest um, Meredith is not only participating in 
the um, talent show, mm-hmm. but the student council, which she runs, determines which groups are in the show. Yes. Um. So she's only picking bad. Like she's um. She's stacking the deck. Mm-hmm. She's only picking bad acts, like a guy who like, like an open mic comic and a guy who does karate poorly and like who a dude who broke his arm. Whatever. Who tried to chop yeah, he broke a his arm. In half? Broke his arm. Yeah, which is very tragic. And Beans um, from Even Stevens was in there. <laughs> did you catch the Did you catch the Beans cameo? And the funny thing is, he was like definitely like thirty in, in that. <laughs> like you know, people who who are ostensibly who go to that school, but like they, I guess, casting just did not care, so they just had like people who were like even in their, like, 40s, auditioning for this high school talent show scene. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a free ride, dude. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I'd i go for it. Let me go to grad school for free. See what happens. Sure, yeah. Um, They decide to join the talent show, and then they're like, oh, but what would the name of the group be? Like, we'll base it all on Yasmin singing, but, like, what will the group be called? And then Chloe's like, hey, brats. But I still can't do it. Why? Because we don't have a name. Well, 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 if it isn't the brats. Chloe, um, Chloe's fourth line in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> delivered perfectly. Yeah. So they they become unified under the brats banner. Yeah. Um, Dylan is also going to do the DJing for the act. Very cute. Yeah. yeah. They decide oh. also, right, to like basically get all the clicks involved. I'm not sure. Yeah. I feel yeah. Like they all. Well, remember they were like, they were going. So there's then that montage of them like, all right, let's go to the band and like the band will help us play. And then we'll, uh, let's get the cheerleaders to help and they'll help us with the choreo. Like they're going to all their individual clicks who just abandoned them and getting them involved to help win it remember like one of the soccer players is like trying on high heels i thought that was from a scene earlier in the movie when they were uh unifying all the people god this this movie repeats scenes uh no because i don't they all they all help remember because like once i mean it's just you but like once they finally perform it like there's like 500 people in that scene yeah like that wasn't spontaneous they like had planned that well yeah but they they won the hearts of the people. Well, right. no, well they planned it. That was like what the goal was. I always thought that they were just going to do their lame thing, and then at the end it was like a magical realism thing where they were like, <laughs> and also uh, everybody loves no, us, yeah. and we're so beloved that a full chorus comes out. And no, because remember uh, Dylan was like making like a song, and then you know everyone got upset with. Yasmin when she decided to quit. Yeah, I remember that. But he's one of the brats. <laughs> he was sitting at the table when the group was founded. Yeah. Well, regardless. He's part of the god hand. He's the thumb. That's heavy, dude. He's the he's the grip. Or maybe the pinky. Is he the yeah. which one? Uh, no, no, I'm not even gonna get into that. That'll be another 40 minutes <laughs> of like uh sasha is griffith she's top build and she's the sassiest that's true she's 
Yeah, I guess I guess Yasmin Yasmin is uh no she's she's void. You think? Yeah, I think if anyone I think fake Regina George is guts. I was thinking of them as the um, band of the hawk, but yeah, n- never mind. We're, we'll get into it. <laughs> it wouldn't be time skip if we didn't make a, you know, if we didn't do some weird abstract comparison like this. So, you know, everything's going well. They're doing choreo. They're trying to like make this dance. They're like making a song. It's very bad, by the way. Oh, the song's terrible. Uh, the dance choreo is, terrible. is really bad. Uh, one of the sidekicks of uh fake regina george spies on them and then after that um yasmin is called into her office where the Chekhov's katana (laughs) comes back yeah this is this scene is insane (laughs) like she's just like okay yasmin so um just so you know i have my usb drive from earlier with all the dirt and if you don't drop out, um, I'm going to reveal all the dirt, which is, you know, that's that should be how the scene went. They just yep. have this discussion. Mm-hmm. But during this discussion, <laughs> Meredith unsheaths a katana yes. and is just like walking around just menacingly. pacing menacingly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's. And then she sheaths it, and she's like, all right, well, you know, I think we have an understanding now. Like, she's going to cut this girl's head off. Yeah, dude. Over it's this nuts. talent show. She definitely could have gotten away with it. She definitely could have gotten away with it 100%. Yeah. So, Yasmin returns back to the brats, and she's like, hey, guys, I actually don't want to do this anymore. Um, And... It's actually stupid and dumb, yeah, and I hate it's it. It's very dumb. <laughs> like rather than just being like you know keeping it whatever, just she just gets really mean and nasty, and it's just like this was a dumb thing. Yeah, I only, like I don't even like it. I only did it because Chloe. I I hate this. Yeah, she like tries to old yeller them when really the right play would just be like, hey, uh, Mary pulled out a sword and told me to tell <laughs> all your secrets if we yeah if I did don't. it so, but. Like I said, that arc lasts like, like this huge arc. You know, they're like everyone. Everything's like you know. This is the all is lost part of the movie. Everything's falling to pieces. This thing, uh, like you know, fake leader is supposed to, like you know is is dipping out of the competition. What are we gonna do? Whole thing, yeah. Five minutes. She's like, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean it. This is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, we're outside. So. Oh, like, come out and talk to us in person about it. And then they decide to do the talent show anyway. Yeah. Um, Everyone is reconciled. Even though a scene prior, they literally just walked out on her and were like, we hate you. You're not our friend anymore. Yeah. Here we are at the talent show. Hmm. The the second final set piece of this movie. Yes. So um, a bunch of lame unremarkable talents are displayed um mm-hmm. a cringeworthy comic comes and does this type five which is honestly the same quality as an open mic night comic in the real world um mm-hmm. and some other like the broken armed uh karate guy karate guy breaks another arm and then we get 
the um, Pre- President Meredith's uh, second full-length musical number in which yes, she dude. talks about how she's great. Um, yes. And then after that, she's like, well, it's over and everything's fine, so we can announce the winner. Mm-hmm. And then the brats are like, not so fast. Mm-hmm. We, the brats, will do our thing now. And she reveals her plan or her um she makes good on her threat and yes. she's like you're all under my thumb i'll tell you all of the dirt that i i'll tell everyone all of the dirt that i have on you here is the dirt it's not that big of a deal yes uh, <laughs> I, I wrote that the yeah the, the secret hard drive reveal was really stupid yeah it was like um well, Jade uh, wears different clothes at school than she does when her parents drop her off. And um, yeah, Cl- and Chloe's... she delivers a speech after that. Yeah. And then like Chloe's mom um, is poor and she had to work for my dad one time. And also uh, some of my like one of my dolls went missing when she left. And then the um Meredith's sister was like, actually, I took the doll because that's a thing that siblings do to one another. Yeah. And then. Well, well, um, Chloe's also like they had these kind of heartfelt like speeches. Chloe's like, my mom is my hero. And actually, I'm proud of her. And and like Jade is like, like, like uh, she had those two pictures of her. One was like her in like normal, I don't know, clothes. And the other one was like her within like like a black T-shirt. You know, that's her dramatic reveal. She's like, neither of those girls is me because both girls are me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm both of those people. And everyone's parents are also in the audience. Yeah. And all the parents smile as the kids, like, have these dramatic speeches. And, like, because these are their arcs getting fulfilled, essentially. You know, yeah. what little semblance of an arc they can have. Notably, there's no dirt about Sasha. Yes. But her parents do get back together for some reason. So that's well, good for her. Yes. Her parents get back together because like uh, the dad is like stands up. He's like, yeah, they signed up for this thing. You should let them perform. And the mom's like, yeah, that's right. And then they just like they're sitting together. and They look at each other like, I guess we're <laughs> I guess we're married again. Yeah, we're married again now. Um, yeah. So. We can check that off the list, too. Oh, no. Well, what happens next is that really bad editing again. Because remember, as soon as Chloe does her thing, it just, like, does this white pan. And then the little brother is like, oh, I'm... What did he say? He, he said some kind of, like, revelatory thing. And then it uh, cuts He said to- that he um, was the one who recorded the La Cucaracha thing, which yeah. obviously it was him. Who else would be there? Yeah, it just like, but it cuts to that out of nowhere. And then it cuts to like this football player being like, I, I, uh, I do this other thing. This nerd's like, I cheated on my math test. And like, you know, it's supposed to be this thing where like everyone is like, you know, we're all in this together. We all have secrets. But like the editing is so bad that I'm like, is a scene missing? Like... This makes no sense. It it does end up with them just being able to perform after that, though. Yeah. Because, like, no one cared about any of the reveals because they were all, like, very minor. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll all deal with those things in private now. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they, they perform 
their musical number. It's not very good. It's um, extreme. The song is literally one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Uh, well, I mean, you know, come on. They that's, worked really hard on it. That song was so bad. Like, no hyperbole. <laughs> it, it like, it kind of, it was like, it was like gospel. It was like if every musical genre at once had a baby. Hey man, be nice. The brats worked really hard on it. And Dude, you, know, that, you don't have to be disrespectful. The song sucked ass. Come on, man. You don't need to swear. This is this is getting really out of hand, dude. And freaking Yasmin, horrible singer. Come on, man. This is yeah. This is. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say it as a joke. I was gonna say this is why you don't have a dad or a bank account. <laughs> I yeah, can't even. Wow, say it Kingsley. As a joke. Thanks for telling true, true things. <laughs> thanks for really airing me out right there. Appreciate it. Yeah. Man. Yeah, seemingly the whole school was involved in like, yeah, making this one song go through. Yeah. And, you know, um, for their efforts, the announcement of the uh, the results announcement is read. And despite having a three judge panel, mm-hmm. there is a tie. Um, both Meredith and the Brats won. So. Yes, so Meredith got the trophy, and the Brats got the scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone can live happily ever after. And then a um, producer from MTV comes up to both of them. Just the easiest like, guy. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, yo, Meredith, I caught your episode. It's super sweet 16. Best numbers on the network. Anyway, you're a piece of shit compared to these four girls over here. I don't want to talk to you ever, ever again anymore. Hey, I wish he the said brats. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I loved what you did up there. We have a red carpet event for an unknown, unnamed project coming up. Yeah. And we want you to be the main entertainment that night. Yes. Um, and so then we cut to... Uh, final credits and it's them singing the song on the red carpet and notably they're much better singers during this than they were during the movie part of the movie yeah much better much better lip syncers uh yeah and that just plays the credits until jade has just like a straight up music video uh unrelated to anything uh post yeah post credit not even post credit like after this red carpet scene I didn't actually see that in my in my cut. I just watched one on YouTube. Oh, um, yeah, on Netflix. Once the red carpet's over, Jade has yeah, it just cuts straight to Jade in a music video. She's in wow. an all white room playing piano and there's like children and like Whoa. I, Yeah, it's nuts. Dang, the secret cut. The secret cut. The uh the little brother cut, the Chet Hanks cut of the movie. The Chet Hanks guy. <laughs> so that's the Bratz movie. Let's get into some final thoughts. So I have some notes here. And originally, um, 
after I, after I finished uh, my rewatch of the movie, mm-hmm. um, I was afraid that you would be like, you would watch it and then you'd be like, I don't know if this has enough meat on its bones to talk about for our pod. So mm-hmm. all mine are like, I had, I had like a bit about how we would do this episode in, in like an ancient aliens framework because hmm. I believe that the brats are representative of some higher life form than humans because they have so many abilities and a low level hypnosis power mm. that like makes everyone that they encounter love them instantly. Yeah. So I did a little bit of research and um oh. <laughs> I think <laughs> they're uh, descendants of the Anunnaki, uh, ancient Sumerian <laughs> sky people. <laughs> Kingsley, I really want to engage with this. <laughs> I just I almost want to do a part two just to engage with that because I have like more realistic final thoughts and what you're saying is so interesting <laughs> we can talk about it for another 40 minutes all right oh well no, no keep uh, going this is just, no I'm this is gonna... kind of blowing my mind <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll be very brief but i the anunnaki were described as having shining eyes and in the brats dolls mm-hmm. their eyes are enormous and True. um sparkly they have a, a radiant quality to them. And when you encounter them, it fills you with an otherworldly feeling, which is mm. what I got from watching the movie. Also, the beginning of the film starts mm-hmm. off with this weird angelic music. Mm-hmm. And there's an- angelic iconography in the Bratz logo. I'll, you know, I'll leave it at that for now. Maybe, maybe if people want to hear more, they can uh, they can engage with us on other platforms, but that that's just a little sampling of the the extra research I that I did. We might have to revisit this. We might have to do <laughs> like an extended brats revisited just to maybe like a mini so just so you can get out some of these theories because this is wild. <laughs> well, you know, I just wanted to do some extra work just in case you know. We we got into the pre-production meeting and you were yeah. like, I don't know, man. I think this one's gonna be a dud. I had yeah. to I had to be willing. I had to be able to, you know. No, I love you, ship. man. <laughs> I love you for your commitment and your brain, because that's nuts. <laughs> also, um, the only I think that um, perhaps Meredith is uh, a peak human, and that's why it takes all four of them to equal one of her. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. She's Satsuki. No. Well, yeah. she's got that vibe, but like without like she's continually underminded, undermound, underminded. Undermound. Undermound. <laughs> she Okay. Alright. So What are your thoughts on this film? <laughs> it's okay. Well, one, movie's too dang long. Yes. We both agree that like it somehow it can occupy three states in one where it is both. Yeah, like a staggering amount of things going on at once. Uh, None of the scenes have any kind of like bearing on what you have previously seen. Um, Lots of stuff happens, but nothing really matters because like all the arcs are like truncated, like all the emotional beats 
are resolved super quickly or or happen for no real reason you know mm. like i wrote one note that was like this movie could honestly be 30 minutes long if they just like yeah if they, if they just followed one arc to completion or whatever or just had like a normal story like it, there's just so much filler it kind of felt like they didn't think they had enough story so they're like oh well we're gonna just like throw in a bunch of high school tropes in there and as long yeah. as those exist like so like the movie's like 90 percent high school trope scene and like just kind of like montage and then like five percent plot yeah and, and like I, yeah like i like think all, they could make this movie 30 minutes or 30 minutes and like yeah it's probably only 22 minutes and they could allot eight minutes for commercials yeah i mean honestly it, it fits more like a like this probably would have been a better like four-part miniseries or something yeah like, like that could have been fun on like a disney channel but like like all the characters kind of arcs were kind of weak like the one who maybe had the strongest arc might have been or like the strongest conclusion was chloe because she you know gets to go to college now but like we don't necessarily know that yet uh that uh, what do you call it uh sasha's parents are going to get back together uh yes yeah. whole thing was that she was like afraid and but like I feel like her arc was undercut because she didn't really have a solo. She literally had a hundred people on stage with her. Yeah. Uh, um, Jade, her arc and was honestly just... her best song was La Cucaracha. <laughs> that's so true. That's yeah, that's extremely true. Uh, yeah, Jade. Her parents like didn't really even seem to care that she dressed differently. Yeah. Uh, you know, so like none of the arcs I really also... paid off. I also think that um, uh, I also think that Chloe probably could have gone to school on a soccer scholarship. Yeah, she was a phenomenal. You know, like it would have been very easy for her to get into school. I mean, also considering the Brett's Anunnaki mind control power, she didn't need the scholarship. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like you know, just like the bad guy never learned a lesson. Like the most she her most she got was a tie, and like the school still is very fascist. Yeah. Uh, like none of the students learned a lesson like there's still clicks like there was no like it became about how cool the brats were and like they amounted to like nope like no progress was gained <laughs> it was just like you know it was kind of almost like villain of the week like no one is really like winning or failing it's just like sometimes you win sometimes i win stuff's just yeah. happening and yeah it was just like what was the point of any of this to sell dolls somehow. I really don't even feel like it succeeds in that department. Like, yeah, it did not make me want to buy a doll. That's for sure. It's yeah. There's not really like a like. There's not like a cool thing they could do in this that would translate because it's like live action. Like, if it's already a doll to live action, it's like you're, you know, the flow only works in the reverse way. You have like a thing that's live action at first or whatever, and then you're like, cool, let's make a toy out of it. But like. The material's already there, so it's not like they gained more ability to sell stuff. So, well, I mean, like if they did it right, like I mean, the tra the live action Transformers movies are like garbage, but like I'm sure they sold toys. You know, what I mean, yeah, but that's because like the Transformers are already not real. Like, 
I'm not looking at like a. If you if you look at a brat, a brat's doll. Actually, I don't know. Is the singular? Well, I'm saying they make them less. By making the brats human, you make them less cool. They're like they're mm. less fantastical. But like by making transformers into big live action robots smashing stuff, it's like these are now cooler than ever. I think like they're the, less cool, but that's neither. Here I mean, no, that movie sucks, and I've never actually finished one. But like, it's it's just like visually they're less like interesting, and it's just like mm-hmm. oh, this is just like a high school movie that's hitting yeah. all like uh, you know it's hitting all the high school beats, but like it doesn't really have any of the heart. It's like afraid to like really feel anything. Um, yeah. So it's like, who is this for? Like, it's not, you know, kids aren't gonna watch this and be like there's nothing to really latch on to to be like oh i want that you know yeah and there's you don't learn a lesson no um it's truly nothing it's nothing it's truly yeah yeah it's it's no you know what you know what i will say is that um because of the events of this year and how everything has really distorted um like my perception of time Mm -hmm. i will say the one benefit of watching this movie is that like at the end of it you're like wow i can concretely say that (laughs) one hour and 45 minutes have passed uh i mean honestly man i can't even say that because it felt so much longer (laughs) it's just like yeah like you know you get an hour into the movie and then like a kind of a crucial piece of information that should have been delivered in the first three minutes is revealed (laughs) and you're like yo there's still so much left like why are they doing this (laughs) yeah the movie movie feels spiteful it feels like vengeance which you know is a is a vibe that i would expect you to like in a movie they didn't there's good vengeance and there's bad vengeance. And that's that's another thing we'll have to talk about in a, in a separate oh, episode. That's a lot to unpack. Anyway. Yeah, that's all I got, man. What, would you recommend this movie? Yeah, I, re- I mean, I did recommend this movie to you. Um, I Yeah, I think that, you know, if you like to watch movies that are so bad, it's good. I will say that this I would not call this movie remarkable or no, no, I'm sorry. I would call this movie remarkable. I think mm. it is worthy of being remarked upon. I think that it's um it's not good. Um it's only entertaining some of the time. Yes. But like it's truly interesting. Yeah. And like I think that it's a fun it, it can be a fun experience with the right people in the right context yeah you need i think you need pals like i almost had to watch this by myself thankfully Catherine joined in and it made it much more enjoyable yeah um, i don't think i'd want to watch this movie just like in like a studio apartment in a dimly lit yeah situation I, by I myself think, i think like some shred of uh of context <laughs> is is nice um but you know just going in cold mm-hmm. is kind of kind of rough um, yeah well hold one sec did you want to get in it oh hold on okay hold, we'll wrap it up oh, okay
Um, oh well, she yeah. Tell her, tell her, give us some thoughts. We're doing the recommendations part. Kevin, would you recommend this movie? Oh, a hundred percent no. We should wait. <laughs> Absolutely not. Wait, I, it's not gonna. You can't hear me. Well, I don't know. I, it's I can only hear tunes. I didn't have it on that mode. It's a fifteen percent on the tomato meter for me. Fifteen percent is higher than the actual rating. So keep that in mind. You know, really? you liked what? it more than what most did... people did. <laughs> it just felt cruel to give it a zero percent because they clearly put so much time and so much money into this movie mm. uh <laughs> what mean, is the know, tomato meter i respect score? your kindness <laughs> I-, I will say that it doesn't deserve my kindness uh, <laughs> but i've already said so many bad things about this movie to Corey that i i just no let's get on record yeah? Yeah. Well, what do you want to know? It's just, just your thoughts. Just tell us any thought you have. Uh, This movie... Not that I want this movie to be any longer than it is already, which is far too long. <laughs> but for all of the plot lines that they introduced, this should have definitely been like a, a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either that or they should have simplified the plot into like a... A, a digestible one and a half hour movie yep. uh, that had <laughs> it could just n- never have existed, <laughs> which is my preference personally. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think anyone ever really wanted to see uh, these disturbing plastic dolls come to life in uh, <laughs> in in whatever this movie was supposed to be. Um. I already told Kingsley earlier, my, my gripe about this is I want to hear more about this, like, let's turn this school into a prison plotline that gets introduced early on in the movie yeah. uh, when, the, when the dad pulls out a how to create a prison for dummies book, which I really <laughs> hope doesn't exist, um, and then is, like, asking his daughter for advice, and why are there all of these shots where we're cutting to security cameras? And she's like, ah... This is how you create a prison atmosphere by dividing everyone into cliques. And and this like incredibly devious plot that is far more interesting to me than like the talent show bit mm-hmm. that takes up a large part of this movie. Uh so I guess if there was going to be a sequel, I would want to hear more about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no totally. I think that's a that's a very fair point. I think that um maybe the three of us could start a GoFundMe to get <laughs> um the sequel to Bratz uh Bratz to escape from I guess the prison. Well work it's a working title. But yeah. You know. <laughs> I think that in this in this movie that their escape should involve like creating some sort of uh uh, it should involve lip gloss in some way because that seems to be oh for sure <laughs> like uh, uh, whatever this um creating some sort of weapon weapon out of the brat uh, out of the brats brats lip gloss well to me that's like the only thing that we know about the brats is that they like 
they they have giant lips and giant eyes and they're always wearing an extreme amount of lip gloss. Mm-hmm. The shininess is crucial. So that feels like it would be a crucial plot point for me. Oh, like a like a kiss of death or something. This, there's a lot of elements we could use here. We got we got enough to make us do. And we've we've already spent more time uh thinking about the plotline of this movie than the uh, original creators did of this first one. <laughs> <laughs> Go Hot on. dang. Thank you, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, is that two yeses and a no? What are the yeses? Oh, would you recommend? Uh, did I never say what I would recommend it or not? No, I never. I recommended this movie 100%. I recommended it to you. So, you know, I'll do it again. I don't... I recommend maybe watching, like, various clips on, like, YouTube or something. I think, like... The Coward's Way Out. He called it The Coward's Way Out. Yeah, parts of it just drug. Like, like, even though it was um, so maximalist, it still felt, like, so fast and frenetic. It still just felt really languid. uh, Just because... Really pulled out the thesaurus for this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you? What is going? On? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the truth. It just drug. It just drug at times, and like, yeah, like, you know, there's, there's, I, I don't know, there's other movies out there that, like, oh man, it's only been an hour, and you're like, this is great. There's been so much chaos. This is nuts. Like, like, freaking Face Off has that same thing where there's a lot going on per per minute but um but uh you know it's all very exciting and it, it like mm. kind of drives to one unique thing like this uh yeah it was just maybe if it was like honed in a tiny bit like mm-hmm. if there was a cut that cut out just like a little bit of the filler and the fluff like maybe like one of the montages the chet hanks cut <laughs> yeah the chet hanks cut the you know, maybe I'm like 50 50, you know, if you got some pals and and you're like ready, that's fine. Or like, don't feel like you have to watch the whole thing in one sitting, maybe. Or like you do the high school drinking game with it. So it's a soft. It's a maybe. Mm. Yeah. The whole dang spectrum. Yeah. Yes. No. Maybe. Well. That's it for me, man. Uh, yeah, that's all notes. the time I got for today. Kingsley, where can people find you online? Uh, they can find me um in the in the catacombs of the school prison or at benevolent underscore king on Instagram. And how about you? Where are you at, Corey? Uh, you can find me at Corey World Peace or uh practicing my clown catering business, just really honing it. Uh, making the clowns more psychedelic or more sexy, uh, you know. Refinement. Refining it. Yeah. And you can find, uh, you can follow us on um, Instagram, Twitter. At Timeskip Podcast. You know, if you can, please give us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us out. And share with a friend. Until next time. See you post time, Skip. Yeah.